Do you ever just not know what the fuck is going on and you just have to fake it because you don't want anyone else to know that you don't know what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's me all the time. I don't particularly like not knowing what's happening and I don't want other people to know. I think it's the Middle Eastern in me, but I just go along and pretend I know what's happening with the assumption that I will eventually figure it out and no one will have to know I had that momentary brain fart. You know, that's definitely an area I could improve. They always tell you to ask more questions. I feel like that's a part of everyone's year-end evaluation. But I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can. I'll try. I just feel like the former has always worked. Or maybe not, and that's why it's part of my year-end evaluation. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, move on. Guys, it is so cold outside, but it's like a weird cold. Like, Wearing your heavy winter jacket with the fur doesn't seem right yet, but you also can't wear your fall jacket, so you have to have a happy medium. Anyways, it's cold, and all I want to do is stay indoors and watch Netflix, cuddle up on the couch, and the other day I was doing that. I don't know why I said the other day. I do this every fucking night, but yesterday I was doing that, and I was just thinking about, man, how nice would it be if I was cuddled on the couch but with someone else? I had to stop my train of thought right there. I wanted to bang my head on the table. Like how dare I let myself have that thought? To have another person next to me watching a movie? Just, just ew. I, oh my gosh, this goes against all the empowerment shit I say to myself. But I had to consider why I was thinking this and it's because it's cuffing season. And like, I don't care who you are, you could be like the most independent person, but you know, as soon as it gets cold, you just think about it. You're like, wouldn't it be nice if there was someone to rub my back and cuddle and order Chinese food with? And I get it, it makes sense because when it's cold out, you don't wanna go out and do activities and most likely your friends don't wanna go out and do the things that you would in the summer. So having a partner who can stay in with you and do the small activities with, it makes sense. I get why people, you know, look for a person for the winter. But I had to think about why do we need another person for the season? I, I started thinking about what are some things that happen when it turns cold out. For starters, the days get shorter. So when the days get shorter, it gets darker, you don't have as much of your day, and naturally you feel like you can't go out because it's six, and se or it's six or seven and it's dark out. And you're like, okay, well, there's no point of leaving the house. Let's stay in. And honestly, that can become really depressing to stay indoors for so long. And that's when seasonal depression starts acting up. So in order to prevent us from getting into this seasonal depression slump, Obviously, having another person with you would kind of make things a little easier on yourself. So I get it. People want that other person because they want to boost their serotonin. They need that comfort of another human. But is that the reason people get cuffed? I'm not too sure. So we have the fact that people don't want to be depressed. Totally understand that. You want to be with another human. But... What else is it about cuffing season? Why do we all want to find another person? 
I think it's also because during the holiday season, and I want to start by saying I never associated the holidays with a significant other. I always thought holidays were meant to be spent with family. But then you go look, you go watch those Hallmark movies, and the romantic, and maybe depending on the family you live with, you have those get-togethers, and you have family that always asks you about, oh, like, do you have a boyfriend yet? Do you have a girlfriend yet? When are you getting married? And to avoid that you think about having a partner for the holidays. So it makes sense having someone to go to the family parties with, to go skiing with, and it it kind of adds to the whole cuffing season narrative that you need to have someone with you for the holidays. I don't know. I I don't like the idea of finding someone for the holidays, It's like, it's not the formula for love, but I guess no one here really is searching for that. They just want someone to get fat with. And (laughs) I love eating food. I love staying in. So doing it with another person sure as hell is fun, but I don't know. I feel like that's just so much weight that I have to lose before the summer. So it's almost like a very dangerous cycle to go through, but what can you do? Also, what I was thinking about and why people why people get together for cuffing season is because we're watching Hallmark movies that push that narrative of, you know, having a significant other and finding the love of your life. And I think that is what continue, makes us pushed for finding that other person because you want to watch a romantic movie and you want to live like that romantic movie. Like, ugh. I want a handsome bachelor who's going to teach me about the true spirit of Christmas. Then a snowstorm hits and he drives through it just so he can tell me he loves me. I don't know, maybe I could be completely wrong here, but I'm just trying to understand why it is that we go into this cuffing season. You know, I like the idea of having someone to eat food with because that's how I socialize. When I look at all my best memories, they all include food. But um, why can't we do that alone? I don't know, maybe it's just to avoid the guilt of eating Chinese food all by yourself. So you have to do that with another person, which I totally understand, right? Like it's better to to share a meal than to, to eat it all by yourself. It doesn't look so bad. But it's an interesting topic. And then everyone around you seems to be in a relationship too. And maybe it's because everyone just takes more photos during the holidays. You have photos in front of the Christmas tree. Oh my fucking God. I hate when couples pose in front of the Christmas tree and are like, Merry Christmas from us to you or from our family to yours. Like, no, you guys just started dating three months ago. Family. Like you'll break up before the summer. And then that's just weird. So anyways, but but you see the photos like that or you see photos skiing or you see photos in those ugly Christmas sweaters and so now you feel more alone. Are more people actually in a relationship? I don't know. But I don't know. It's it's interesting how our thought process sees all these things and, and assumes that we too need to also be in a relationship in order to feel or look like we are we are celebrating the holidays and we are doing the season the right way. Doing it with someone as opposed to doing it alone. So I have spent the last three cuffing seasons with the same person. So I actually don't know how to go about this. Like what is the norm? How do you get together with a person? Is there like a certain etiquette to it? Or is it just you start talking to a person in November and eventually you guys just decide that, okay, let's get cuffed and you just do all the 
all the festive shit together. And then what happens when it turns spring? Like, do you just realize when it's spring and summertime that you guys don't have much in common? Like, is that awkward? I don't know. I don't know. That is like, that's so weird to me. Oh my gosh. See guys, I need to, I need to get cuffed for the season and then I will have a show on how to break up with someone in the spring or how to get over a breakup in the spring if they fucking do that to me. <gasps> wow, this is a dangerous game. In all seriousness, I am very happy being single. It's so weird because I'm at a point in my life where all of my best friends are in relationships and I love that for them. They are with really solid guys. These are long-term relationships. These are people they are most likely gonna get married to, but I'm just not there yet. And I was thinking about how I really don't think I would wanna get married until I'm at least 30 to 32. And of course I know I can't plan my own life, but at 23, if I start dating someone now, and let's say he's my soulmate, we are destined to get married. I have to date this person for 10 years before I'm ready to get married. And I know some of you are thinking, well, no, you'd probably want to get married a bit earlier, but I don't think so. I like 30, 30 is a good age for me. That's what I'd wanna do. But then I'm also wasting my 20s being with that one person. So anyways, I don't think that life is for me. It's great if you meet your soulmate early and I know a lot of people love that. I just, I don't know. There's something unsettling about being with the same person for all of my 20s. I think what it is, is the possibility of breaking up further down the line when you're like 30. Because that to me would feel like such a huge waste of my time. Like, thank you for wasting all of my 20s. That was when I was my hottest, my flirtiest. Uh, and now I gotta start over with someone new. So anyways, the, that's what my reluctance is towards finding someone super early in your 20s. But you know what, let's go back to cuffing season. Let's get back on track. Now, when I think of cuffing season, the first thing that comes to mind is the Christmas market at Distillery District, cuddling underneath a blanket, having a cup of hot chocolate, eating cookies, watching a movie in someone's basement. And so I'm wondering what COVID is really doing to the season because now more than ever, you would need that personal interaction and being close with another human but because social circles have to be smaller and some of the things that were open last year just aren't open right now, depending on the region you live in, it, I don't know, I feel like it must be very limiting. So for instance, if you wanted to go out to a cafe with your significant other, like right now you can't really do that, especially in Toronto, like we're in the gray zone. Or, you know, this could maybe be an issue for couples who need activities. I know for me, I'm someone who loves activities and so doing the same thing every single time I hang out with someone can be very annoying and I would very easily get irritated with the other person because we're always doing the same shit. So for anyone who is considering sliding into my DMs this season, fair warning, I will probably drive you insane because I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. Uh, but maybe you're not like that. Maybe you're someone who actually likes to watch movies and stay in and order food all the time. And so COVID really hasn't done anything to you this season. In fact, you're just still doing the same old, same old, and you're very content. And for that, I, I think it's great because you don't have to run into this issue of what do we do next. 
One thing I will say though, is that COVID has definitely limited the ability for men to find women and seek them out. Because I have seen a high influx of men in my DMs this past season. Um, and when I say this past season, I really mean this past month that I did not see for the past seven months where I was single. So I'm feeling like because of this lockdown, because it's cold, and for all the other reasons I mentioned before, guys really, really are desperate to find a woman. And the best way to do that from home is through Instagram. And what I really want to say to the men out there is... If the woman is not reciprocating the same enthusiasm in her replies, then that's your hint that she's not interested. Because someone who's into talking to you will continue the conversation. And if it's you just asking the questions to continue that conversation and she's giving you quick replies or just liking the message, then she's really not into you and you should probably stop. Like for me... I'm a very forward person. I love that about myself. I hate that about myself. But you will know if I'm into you. I make it very obvious. Like my flirting is flirting. Like you will know that I want you. And it's always the guys who you're not interested in who have the most confidence. It's never the one that you really want to message you. So anyways... I think if you are one of those people who've been in my DMs and you're listening to this, you probably think I'm like a terrible person and like, I'm sorry, this is how you had to find out, but also not sorry because I feel like this really helps men who try too hard with girls. All right, glad that's over. Moving on to bigger and better topics. Listen, if I was Bella Hadid and I had my choice of whomever I'd want for cuffing season, I feel like my ideal candidate would be someone with a dad bod. And the reason I say that is because, you know, in the summer you want someone who's chiseled, super toned, maybe you want that six pack, biceps, cause they're nice to look at. But in the winter, you need someone who's gonna keep you warm, someone who's soft so you feel comfortable to lay on, you know, a little extra cushion. And let me just say, I like the dad bod all year round. It is not specific to the winter, I just, I don't know, it does it for me. But ladies, that is the type of figure you should be looking for in a man. I think that is going to be the one that's going to keep you warm in the winter. Uh, Men, when we're looking at the ideal girl for cuffing season, I'm not sure what she would look like, but I think the better question is, can she cook or at the very least bake? Because you're going to want someone who's going to be able to make you a hearty rice dish that's going to keep you full and warm, or perhaps a plate of cookies to go along with your movie. And I think that's what's more important in a cuffing partner. And men, you should be able to do this stuff too. Like this is not just the woman's responsibility, but if a girl can do a seafood paella or some banana bread, well, hey, ladies, the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So you're winning. I'm a very competitive person. It stems back to my childhood, how my parents would always compare me to other children. So you're going to hear me say a lot of things about winning, being better, competing. So let's just get used to this character flaw now. Ooh, one thing I really like about the holiday season is that sex isn't as important as the company of another person. 
Like we want companionship during the winter, which is great because we put on this layer of fat from eating so much food and wearing loose clothing so we can't really look at our bodies. Um, and so it works out great because you don't really care what you look like because you're not having that much sex. And if you are, you're probably wearing your clothes. And it's like we're old people. We just want someone to do things with. Okay, one thing you should know about me is that I love The Bachelorette. I'm currently watching this season with Tasia, and I have never seen such a great group of guys before. Like, everyone there is just such a stand-up, solid person. I don't think she could go wrong with any of them, to be quite honest. But there is one that has my heart, who sticks out, and I think is just the creme de la creme. He's controversial. It is... Mr. Bennett Jordan. I'll tell you why I love Bennett. No, first of all, I'm gonna start to explain who Bennett is for those who don't watch. Bennett is from Harvard. He went there for his undergrad. He is a wealth management consultant from New York. He wears the My Daddy Will Sue You outfit on the regular. And I gotta tell you, I've never seen someone so on brand and I love that about him. Like everything just screams Harvard douchebag. But at the same time, he's just so funny. Like, it's hard to dislike him because he has these one-liners that are just everything. And he is a sweet person. Like, I can see beyond the initial distaste because he just looks like white privilege. But look, I appreciate a man with a skincare routine. A man who can see the value of an SPF and tones his face, that is someone I can share a bank account with because that is the person who will not judge me when I get Botox at 30. So men, I think you should really consider adapting a skincare routine. And, and you don't have to go full force all at once and get all these different products, but I think it'd be really nice for you to start small. Try a cleanser with salicylic acid for acne. Perhaps a vitamin C serum for brightening. Everyone loves a glow. Maybe a little retinol before bed. And the occasional chemical peel will do wonders for the acne scars. So, look, I ship a guy who takes care of his skin because ultimately you're going to be looking younger for longer. And look, you already exfoliate your skin when you're shaving because you're getting rid of the dead skin cells. So, I mean, what's adding a moisturizer, really? And on that note, we can conclude... It is 12.30 a.m. on a Sunday. I have work in the morning. So to summarize, cuffing season looks different this year. I hope it hasn't impacted your dating life too much. But if it has, just remember you don't need to be in a relationship this season. And men, get a skincare routine. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next Tuesday. If you don't already follow me, you can follow me at Ashley Tabatabi E. That's T-A-B-A, another T-A-B-A-E-I. And thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Scandal.